Welcome back to Gunnison Fieldhouse at the University of Vermont where Merrimack trails Vermont by the score of 2-1. to one. All the scoring came in that second period. The Warriors with a late second period power play goal from Hampus Gustafson uh, getting on the board and cutting the lead to 2-1. to one. I'm Mike Mackman with John Leahy. Joining us in this second intermission is Colin Dealey of the Warriors freshman uh, goaltender from Rancho Cucamonga, California. And uh, Colin, uh, first period, pretty even, pretty, pretty. Uh, I would say, uh, defensive first period. That second period, they get a couple of goals uh, early on. You guys then get some power play opportunities. It's important to, to cash in when you do get chances and you get the power play goal and down by one after two. Yeah, it's just something you need to capitalize on. Uh, we've been working on the power play quite a bit. Uh, something that we need to hone in on our sights and just kind of uh, deliver. Uh, we need to shoot more pucks and uh, get more bodies in front of that. We can't let the goalie see the puck as much. Uh, let's talk about uh, you know your background. It's always interesting to me. I think you know more and more players coming from the I guess what they call the non-traditional hockey areas. But uh, as more and more you guys you know come into the, playing college hockey, pro hockey, it's not not that non-traditional anymore. But tell tell us about how you got started playing hockey and how you found your way to junior hockey and eventually to college. Uh, I got started playing roller hockey at about age uh, three or four, and uh, from that I knew I kind of had a passion and. I took it uh, to ice when I was about 12, so I've been playing ice for about eight years. And I finished 18s and kind of bounced around a few camp, junior camps and finally found the right fit in Amarillo. So you mentioned playing roller hockey. So, so three to four, age three to four, till about 12, that's what you played, right? I mean, tell us about how big it is out there. It's not necessarily maybe that big. And, you know, here, maybe because there's more opportunities to play ice hockey, but regardless, uh, you don't have a lot of ice, I suppose, out there, right? So roller hockey is it. Yeah, I'd say in the total state of California, there's about 25 ice facilities. So really, roller hockey is where you kind of learn the idiosyncrasies of the game, the kind of the ins and outs, and you develop your skills there. And, you know, if you think you're going to be serious with it, then you take it to ice. So that's kind of the natural progression, but, you know, some guys don't make it that far. How big is it there, roller hockey? I mean, is there a rink like on every corner or, you know, every neighborhood? I mean, how, how many rinks like roller hockey? I guess you can play anywhere, right? You can play in the street. Yeah, you can. It's just kind of developed at a street hockey. I wouldn't say there's just a mint, like so many uh, roller hockey rinks. It's just that it's more popular, but they're starting to be become more uh, ice hockey rinks uh, as the years progress. You know, uh, the Junior Kings, uh, Junior Ducks, uh, they all have they're all sprouting programs. I think the Junior Ducks they have a the rinks program that's become really popular. They're buying a bunch of roller hockey rinks, and ice hockey rinks, and kind of adding their own touch on it. So. Your hometown. So, what's that closest to? I guess in terms, you know, NHL teams. What, what's what's the nearest NHL team? Is that Anaheim? Uh, yeah, either Anaheim or LA. I'm kind of right in the middle as far as that goes. Probably like 40, 45 minutes from LA and uh, 35, 40 minutes from uh, Orange County. So, it's, I kind of I'm a Ducks fan. I think just because I played for the Junior Ducks and I'm a big Hiller fan. But of course, he's in Calgary now. So, as you said, you know, you're 12 years old and you made the, the, the move to play ice hockey. How did that come about? How did you decide to do that? How did you, how did you know you wanted to? And, and what was that adjustment like going from, uh, you know, the street of roller hockey to ice? Well, i just say I kind of knew that I wanted to do something more with it. There really wasn't a big future in roller hockey, so my parents had kind of exposed me to the possibility of playing ice hockey. And I think the first year I played ice hockey was uh, PVB, you know, just to kind of get my feet wet, see if it was something that I wanted to do. And uh, I don't think the transition was all that hard for me. It kind of felt like natural, just kind of like roller hockey is a bit slower. So I kind of think I needed that pace um, with ice hockey you know, a little bit faster. You can slide. It's easier to 
skate, so it wasn't too bad of a transition at all. Yeah, I mean, a lot of people, I think, that, you know, they may at least out here, they might skate on ice first and then, you know, rollerblade or whatever during the, the, the summertime, the spring and the summer. You went the other direction. What was that like, you know, going from roll, you know, rollerblading, I guess, to, to ice skates? Yeah, I just, like I said, it felt really natural, and it just, um, especially for a goalie, the movements felt natural for me. It felt like it was something that I just kind of could fall into easily, but, you know, I think I had a pretty good uh, coaching base, you know, with the goalie coaches that I had, and that, that really helped me make the transition that much easier. And then you went on to play, uh, you, you played juniors, you went to the North American League, uh, Amarillo, did you play anybody else in, uh, in the North American League? No, no, I didn't. I was fortunate enough to spend two years in Amarillo. Um, that was a great experience. Uh, first year I was there, we won a national championship, really great opportunity to be a part of a team like that and just kind of see how you know, championships are won, just kind of the mentality and you know, the sacrifice that it takes to be a national champion. And uh, The second year we weren't as lucky to uh, make it back, but you know, we made a hell of a push and that's always a good opportunity, good learning experience. So, so how old were you when you you, know, you left home, as it were, to go, that, I mean, Amarillo, Texas is pretty far from, you know, from your home in California. How old were you? How was that decision made and, and then how did you end up in Amarillo? I think I was, I had just turned 18 that summer, and the decision was made because, you know, I just wanted to play college hockey. I wanted to take my hockey career further and develop, you know, as a player and as an individual. And I think those two years in Amarillo not only grew me as a, you know, as a goalie and a teammate, but definitely as a person. I mean, I learned responsibility, you know, like meaning of what it was to be responsible and anything like that. And uh, just kind of holding yourself accountable at all times. And, your development is uh, going any further. It's on you. One of the things I've noticed about, about guys who come to this level and are successful, like like you've already been your freshman year, Rasmus Tiernan, you know, Joe Canada, a guy who's here before, plays from other teams, is you have to be able to shake it off, right? Well, Taylor Swift here, right? My daughter loves it, right? Uh, you know, I mean, you have to be able to do that, right? It's, it's a lot about the, the mental side of things in addition to the athletic and the skill. Yes, definitely. I'd say, I'd say a good chunk of a goaltending is mental. You know, if you get scored on, it's not the end of the world. It's what can you do to help your team win after that, you know? You can't focus on the little things. You just kind of have to get the reset button, get back out there. And it's uh, it's a good skill to have, not getting too heated, but you can still be passionate about the game without letting it uh, affect you negatively. So how, how'd you end up at Merrimack, and who else were you talking to? Oh, I ended up at Merrimack. Um, I was talking to about, I'd say, eight to ten different schools, and Merrimack had kind of courted me the first year when I played in Amarillo. It kind of didn't really work out, you know, it took a little time to develop more, I think. Um, I just was kind of talking to Providence, UMass Lowell, you know, a couple of, uh, I think a couple of uh, NCHC schools, but nothing really serious except uh, Merrimack, and just seemed like a great fit, you know, the community kind of feel of the whole school and the athletic program here is just really top-notch and really what I was looking for. Are you, uh, you know, proud when, when you play in, in a game? I know this happened at least once, if not more than that this year. You're going up against another guy from California. You know that you guys are both maybe 3,000 miles from home, but two California kids that are playing against each other at the highest level of college hockey. Yeah, I think what you're referring to is uh, Quinnipiac game with yeah, John Lawrence. Yeah, uh, it's kind of funny. I've never actually met him until this summer when I trained with him. But, you know, it is kind of cool to play against someone from your home state. Cool to see that guys are making it, especially into this conference. Hockey East is a good conference to play, not easy conference to play. But I know he's an ECAC, but you know, anytime you can get a cross uh, conference uh, matchup like that, it's fun, especially because he's a really good goalie as well. 
All right, Colin. Thanks a lot for joining us. We certainly appreciate it. Uh, good luck the rest of the way. We look forward to seeing you back in uh, soon. Yeah, thanks for having me. All right, Colin Dealey has been our guest here at the end of the second period. Merrimack trails Vermont 2-1. to one. Back with more after this. This is Warrior Hockey.